international breaks are over. Club football returns finally. Yes, let's go. <laughs> Hello everyone, good day and welcome to a new month, month April, the fourth month in the year 2023. A month filled with back-to-back -back football games and yes, welcome back from the international break. My name is Eberi Oji, your host on the show being aired on the Anchor app. Here on the show, as usual, we bring to you live updates on sporting events, games, and activities all over the world. You are welcome once again. Now, a lot has happened. A lot is happening, and a lot will definitely happen in the coming weeks. Yes. A fortnight ago, Conte, Antonio Conte, was the head coach of Tottenham Hotspur. Julian Neckersman was the head coach of Bayern Munich and Thomas Tuchel was an unemployed head coach. Fast forward today, being the first day in the month of April 2023, the first two managers I mentioned, Conte and Neckersman, are presently clubless. They don't have clubs they are managing. The one that was clubless two weeks ago, Tuchel, is now the head coach of Bayern Munich. You can see how, how, how unique, how unpredictable the game of football, the world of football can be. The world of football can be. A few weeks or a few days into the international break, Conte resigned, like he left Tottenham he said it's by mutual mutual agreement and stuff all I knew is that he was sacked, like he left there is no more the manager there he he left after that angry uh, you know, bust, bust he, 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 he had during his um, post-match pressers when they, they, they drew their last game and uh, he didn't like it at all, he didn't like it at all, this was a game they were winning by 3 goals to 1, they ended up drawing that game 2-2, two, two. so it was not something that he enjoyed at so he had to vent. He had said so many things. He said that the, 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 the winning, there was no winning mentality. There were, there were selfish players amongst the, the Tottenham Hotspur team that some people never wanted to help each other. That in all his career, in all his managerial career, he has never seen something as this. He, no, he didn't use the word despicable, but from all intentions, he said he has never seen something as 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 um as um weird as everything happening in Tottenham. Last season was not this way. That this season has been worse so far. And the truth be told, he it's been worse for Tottenham. Like, like the last time they won a league, a, a league title was in, oh, in 1961 or thereabout. Like it's been long, it's been long. The last seven managers they had, they've not won anything. They've not won anything tangible with the likes of Pochettino. Okay, let me just start from Pochettino. They had Pochettino. They, he, Pochettino was the very great coach for them, but they didn't win anything. They didn't win anything at all, at all, at all. They got um, the, they got in the likes of um, what's his name again, um. The um uh, Santos um Nuno Santos uh, okay okay after uh, Pochettino they got Jose Mourinho then uh, uh, Nuno Santos didn't win and Espirito didn't win anything um Conte came in and we saw how it happened he didn't win anything he left this is his first time he he Conte is a serial winner back then in Syria B with Barry Barra yes Barry yes Barry in the Syria B he won the 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 the, 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 the the title league title in the Serie B. He came to Juventus. He won three times back to back tries with Juventus. He came to Chelsea in his first season with Chelsea. He won in his first season at Chelsea. He won the league title. 
The second season at Chelsea, he won the trophy, he won the FA Cup. He left to um to um Inter Milan. The first season, though, the, the qualified for Champions League, he didn't win anything. But his second season, he won the trophy. Like, he has always been a serial winner. The same thing with Jose Mourinho. For all the clubs Jose Mourinho has managed, he has coached. Porto, he won trophies. Chelsea, he won trophies. Inter Milan, he won trophies. Real Madrid, he won trophies. Even Manchester United, he won two trophies, with three trophies rather, with Manchester United. He won their first ever um, U, um, U, UC, uh, UEL, that is UEFA Europa League Cup. He won their first um, ever um, Europa League Euro, Europa League Cup. He won um, the the FA Cup with with them too, and also won the Community Shield. And no, he won the Carabao Cup rather with them, and also won the Community Shield with, the, with Manchester United. But he never won. He, he he was not given the opportunity to win a trophy with Tottenham. They sacked him six days. That was in 2011, 2001. I mean, 2021, 2021. Right, that last um two years ago. Yes, two years ago. That was around um uh, March, March ish. Yes, March ish, March ish. So they sacked him six days before the Carabao Cup finals against Manchester City. And he, he if he had gotten the opportunity to have got, to get to that finals, most definitely, I, I he he should he would have at least won something. Won that Carabao Cup for Tottenham, but he was sacked. So the question is, who is at fault now? Is it Daniel Levy? Is it um 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 what's the Patricia um, Fabio, Fabio Patricia? That's their sporting director. Who exactly? Or is it Antonio Conte? Or is it the the the, the, um, the players? Who exactly is at fault now? Because I, I it's not it's unusual. Like there there's nothing attractive about going to Tottenham Hotspur. They had they, they, I had after Conte left, you know they, they had to they will be using their assistant coach and um yes the assistants would have to take charge of the many ten games left of the season for the season to wrap up. Yes they're on fourth place, but then they've not been consistent they've not been consistent they, they, we, we came tend to ask ourselves which which tottenham hotspot which which and um, which team will be turning up for each game is it the tottenham hotspot that won against chelsea this tottenham hotspot that tends to win you know that would be leading and at the end of the end up drawing or losing that game or that tends to concede goals so those are the, those are the kind of questions we we, we, ask, we tend to ask ourselves who is at fault is it daniel levy that is at fault is it for um fabio patricia the sporting director that just recently stepped down because he had issues he has issues on Going issues with the Italian um, FA. He had issues when, yes, because he was he used to be a Juventus um, a sporting director, and you know this. Um, they, they've had sanctions and stuff like that. You understand? So he has issues. Fabio, um, Fabio Patrice had issues. Has issues. You know, so he's uh, stepped down from the position of um, sporting director for um, Tottenham Hotspur. He's not going to be in charge of any um, um, transfer businesses and all that. Is it Conte that is it at fault, or is it the is it the players that are at? Um, is it the players that are at at fault? Those are the questions uh, that we should will be asking ourselves. Is, that, is it the players that are that are at fault? Now the thing is, everybody there, every the, the four persons or the four the four departments I just mentioned here, are, are they have they, they they have under hundred percent they have their fair share of the blame. Yes. Daniel Levy is a very is a Jewish shrewd businessman and he is very stubborn. Like I feel he doesn't give his managers 100% backing like, okay, I need a certain kind of player. This is the kind of player. This is the kind of player that suits my the profile of a player that suits my, uh, my, my, my philosophy or the kind of tactics I want to play in, in, in Tottenham Hotspur. Please get me this player. He feels he would always want to go for maybe a second, um, a second option. A second option for the and he you know he he does things that he feels it's okay for the club you don't know it all 
the people in the business, the day-to-day business of, of playing on the pitch and, you know, talking about formations, tactics, are those that know what kind of players, the kind of players that will suit them, that, that those are the kind of players they want. But you don't say, okay, you don't, you, no, you don't need to play. This is the kind of player will buy for you, I think. No, it, that's not it. That's not it at all. For you to become a winning club, you need to spend money to buy quality players. You need to. Sp- you don't go for average. You don't go for because person did. You know. You don't go for average. You go for quality. You go for grade A kind of players. You don't go for grade D or grade C kind of players. You go for top because you are a top club with a very good pitch, with a very big stadium, and with dedicated fans in North London. And so you would want to give them get, reward that passion they have for the game of football with good players. Do you understand? So Daniel Levy, to an extent, has has he has he has he has um he should be he he needs to share the blame in this one now. Fabio and uh, Patrici, I don't know the kind of players he got because look at they made their tra- they did their transfer businesses very early in the in, before the season even started. They had already bought players like they were the first. In fact, when I was grading players, they uh, you know um, transfer businesses from from the first team down to the last team. I gave Tottenham Hotspur in in, in the summer of twenty. That's in the summer, yes, last 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 year. That's around September and all that. I gave Tottenham Hotspur an A, an A B plus or an A because they did well in the transfer market. Like they got players. They got less of um, um, Ivis Basoma, they got Ivan Perisic, they got um, DJ Spence, they got, you know, they got players, they got in players, they got Richarlison, they made them, um, they made them, um, um, what's the, Dijan um, um, Kluzewski's deal permanent, they made that of um, Bentaco permanent from Juventus, they, they extended the contract of um, this guy, Romeo, um, yes, Rome, uh, Romero, Romero, the Argentina centre-back, like they got, they got in, I feel they got in players. They got in things, players that we know that that are to me. Well, they are okay. They got, did their transfer businesses on time, and everyone was like, "Well, Tottenham should be should be amongst them clubs that'll be um that'll be going in for for um going in for to, to challenge for the title to challenge to challenge for the title this season." But what happened? They flopped. If the likes of Liverpool, it. If the likes of um, Liverpool and Chelsea were not, you know, staggering and, you know, try, they, they, if the likes of Chelsea, Liverpool and to an extent Tottenham, I mean, um, Newcastle, that they, they, they didn't, you know, stagger at some point. I don't see Tottenham. Tottenham should have been maybe on 7th or 8th place with the kind of performances they've been having the week in, week out. It's not been, it's not been encouraging. Now, coming to Conte. Conte, I feel his tactics to an extent, they are too defensive-minded. Look at, look at, um, what's his name? Look at Son. Son thrived last season. Son had 23 goals, EPL goals. Son ended last season with a golden boot. He shared the same golden boot with Salah. So what happened this season? So I don't think Son has up to up to eight goals eight, in all competitions. I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't think so. So what happened this season? It's not been the Son we used to. Son used to bring. Son, I don't get. Son has. There's something different about the Son we know now and the Son we used to know before. Contest. Tactics to an extent, they are def- he, he's too defensive. To, I don't know. He's 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 he's, uh, he's too defensive-minded. So I feel these players would want to you know play for him, not play because they enjoy the game of football. There's no between just playing for your manager and playing because you enjoy the game of football. I don't think they enjoy the game of football the way they used to before. So I feel I feel like I said there are four persons or four personalities or four departments that will share the blame of how appalling Tottenham Hotspur has been over the years and oh, especially this season. Conte, I feel or I felt because he's not there again, should have maybe called these guys and asked them what exactly is their problem. 
you know, giving them a one-on-one -on -one talking to, you know, man management and all that. What is it? What exactly? What is the problem? Why are you guys not scoring goals? Why are you guys not playing as a team? Why are you guys? Because I feel the players were shocked at the outburst he had, the press conference he had before before his sack, like few days before his sack. I feel these players were like confused. Ah, this man, he didn't tell us that he was feeling this way about us. If the likes of Kane was not giving hundred, yeah, I know Kane has been the outstanding player, but then I felt maybe um they were not sharing sharing responsibilities. They left responsibilities for the likes of Kane. They left responsibilities. You know, they, they were not sharing this responsibility. They, they should play as a team, not as individuals. I know you guys are individuals, but coming in as a team, to as a, a, individuals from different places and coming in to play as a team would go a long way. They played as as a team when they were playing under Jose Mourinho. To an extent, they played as a team. I, I enjoyed watching a Tottenham Hotspur play football. A Tottenham Hotspur leading by 3-1 under Mourinho would have won that game. The last game they had. A Tottenham Hotspur wouldn't have considered two goals. It's not possible. They would have considered two quick goals against 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 Bournemouth. Yeah, against 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 Bournemouth. So I don't know one of the clubs, sir. Yeah. They wouldn't have considered the goals they considered. So the 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 owner of the club should understand that going for quality players. I'm not saying the likes of um, Ivis Besson, but then go for top top players. Nobody goes for a Lingalet as a defender. No, nobody goes for a Lingalet as a defender. Go for top players. Go for top players. Ivan Perisic is, is okay because he's he, yes he's a good player, eh? But I feel he needs to do a total squad overhaul and give a manager time. Give if a manager tells you I want this player, you give that manager that player. Do you understand? I want this player. Give me that player. And the manager on his own understand that these guys are individuals you talk to them let there be a proper man management i don't think conte has man management i don't think he knows how to manage individuals one-on-one -on -one. that's one thing and the players should ensure that they play as a team not not just individuals i feel if they can sort out these things Tom conte is gone i don't know who's coming in next by next season if they can sort out all these things, probably it may be um what's his name i feel uh, uh, luis enrique could be the one that would be on board or Pochettino again, but I don't see them going for Julian Eggerson because Julian Eggerson's head is being torn by Chelsea's pro as in project. And with the likes of Christopher Vivio, which used to, the guy used to be um, a sporting director for RB Leipzig back then when um, Julian Eggerson was um, the head coach for, 30, uh, for, for head coach for um, for Leipzig. So I feel he, they would want to partner together by next season. It all depends on what will happen with Potter because Potter has been he's been underwhelming. Like the, the results has not been good, good, good at all. It has not been good at all. It has not been good at all. So, I, I, I wish Tottenham the best. I wish them the best. I wish them the very, very best. And uh, the next on my chart is, was Julian Negisman's sack harsh? Indeed, it was, though. This man is a player. This, is, this man is a manager that had 8 over 8. He never drew any match in the Champions League. He won all his games. He did not draw a game in Champions League football. He had a 71.4% winning record all round. Do you understand? And you had to sack him. Why? Is it because of the cabals that be or a few of the unknown? Do you understand? Like, I don't get. I don't understand. Why would you sack him? And probably sacking him was like, they sacked him on Twitter. They, people, he got to read it from Twitter. And he, the next day he got there and he was sacked. He was sacked on Twitter, on social media. And also sacked in, <laughs> and also sacked in real life. That's harsh. That's harsh. It was harsh. It was so, so, so. It was harsh. At least you'd have allowed this man to finish this season. Then you can do a proper squad evaluation and the manager evaluation and all that. Not sacking him when the season was about to end. It doesn't make sense. It's harsh. If you wanted to sack him, you'd have sacked him since now. Or you'd have sacked him in January. 
not sacking him in a few days before we have like barely few ma- matches if we don't have up to we don't, no i don't think any team in europe has up, over 15 games left em league uh, club games to play so why would you sack him when the season was almost is almost over it's harsh it's harsh Tuchel, all the best i wish you all the best i wish you all the best thomas Tuchel is now the head coach of bayern Munich. I wish him the very best. I wish him the best there. Yeah, I wish him the best. I they, they, they'll be playing their first game today. He's gonna manage his first game against his former side, Dot um, Dortmund tonight by 5:30 p.m. in in the Bundesliga. In the Bundesliga. Now moving on to um the games we have uh, for today in the EPL. We've got we've got blockbuster games. We've got big games today and tomorrow. We because it's been we have over nine games that we played in the month of April, uh, including um including. Um, the UCL games that would come in, in in two weeks time. Yes, the UCL games that would come in the, the, the quarterfinal games uh, that would come in in two weeks time. Also, the UEL games that will come in in two weeks time as uh, well. Now, today's game today being Saturday, the first day in the month of April, we have uh, by twelve thirty is an early kickoff. It's gonna be Manchester City versus Liverpool. Manchester City versus Liverpool. Haaland versus Nunes. Yes, the last time both teams met at Anfield, it was Salah that got the man of the match. It was Salah that got the winning goal. It was a solo goal and it was a goal that was assisted by Allison. Allison made that his long, long cross, like long cross kick, and uh, Salah got it. It was a counter attack, and he scored the only goal against the Manchester City. Now this is a different Manchester City that we're facing. That we're facing. Um, that we're facing Liverpool. Manchester City in the last 20 games they have not lost. In fact, I can't remember the last time Manchester City side lost at home. It was against Brentford. That was the last time they lost at home. Yes, so just one game they lost at home. They've played over 20 games. It was just one one defeat. Yes. So I see them. I fancy them winning this game against Liverpool. Liverpool has been appalling ever since they scored that goal, seven goals to nil against Manchester United. The goal drought started. They they've not been able to score goals so far. They've been struggling. They've been struggling to score goals. Now the good thing about Liverpool now is um, Luis Diaz that has been injured since since um, October. Yes, before the, before World Cup, he's back to training and he might be on the bench today. Yes, he might be on it. So it's a huge, huge boost for for Jurgen Club, Jurgen Club and Liverpool. But are they going to stand a chance against a Pep Guardiola's a Pep Guardiola's Manchester City? Haaland is in top form. Haaland has over twenty nine goals, elite goals now. Like he's going to win the 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 the, the um. To win the golden boot, like no one is dragging the golden boot with him. He tends to score hat tricks back to back, like with ease, without problem. The last time he played, they played. It was against Burnley. It was against Burnley, and he scored. I guess yes, he scored a hat. No, it was not even against. He scored a hat trick in their last game. Their last that was against Albi Leipzig. They won Albi Leipzig by seven nil thereabouts. He scored a hat trick in that game. Do you understand? He scored a hat trick in that game. And uh, if you notice the way Manchester City plays now, everybody is. I, I look. I watched the last their last few games now. They play as a squad. It is not the, the the goals are not dependent on on Haaland again. Haaland scores goals fine, but everyone now comes to the table to score goals. Everyone comes to assist. The likes of um, Jagglerich, Foden is out injured. Well, it's a pity. The likes of Mares, the likes of Haaland, the likes of KDB, Bernardo Silva. You know, um, Gondogan. Everybody, even Ake. Ake scores goals. Like Ake has been outstanding, even for his for his national team side. He scored two goals in, for his national team against Gibra- Street of Gibraltar. Like they, they've been they've been doing well. They've been doing well to be fair. So that is the pro- that is the issue now. If you look at the Liverpool side, if Salah is off it. Nunes or Gaku, 
that's just it. I don't um Trent has been has not been too it, especially after the kind of goal he considered against against Real Madrid. He has not been he has not been it at all. He has not been it at all at all. So it's just been the front the first uh, front three for uh, for Liverpool. They don't have the the the, the abundance the, the the flair in terms of squad depth in the midfield as as um as um Manchester City has. Manchester City has a very good midfield. They have big, good midfield players like they are they are they are good. Do you understand? So I don't see. To me, I see a Manchester City winning this game against Liverpool. Yes, they should because ten games, ten games. They need to try t- as much as possible to cover. Doesn't give Arsenal a run for their money. I know Arsenal is, is going to win the league, a league. Yes, I've seen them winning the league. They've 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 steered this boat. They've steered this ship. You know, through they've weathered this this storm all through. Despite Saliba out injured and uh, Tomiyasu, I feel their their other players will be out there to to prove a point or two. They have holding. They have, they have a good players in Arsenal team. So and they want to play. They want. They are seeing this champions. They are seeing the champion playing Champions League football next season is sure. But they are seeing themselves clinching this this uh, the EPL trophy after twenty years. I mean after yes twenty years. So it is something they all look forward. To. Their fans are excited about the prospect of winning the E League. And their, their manager is going to be the the, the the youngest manager. He's going to be forty one. He's forty one. He's going to be the youngest manager. The youngest manager to win the league if it happens. But I, I see it happen. Nothing that if it happens. He has won three. Um, man of the match, okay. Man of three, four times, man of the um, play, manager of the month, three times this season. One of the one, the third, third manager to do that. We had club, we have um, Pep, and then now we have Ateta. His players are banging in um, goal of uh, save of the season, you know, uh, Ramsdell, um, player of the month, Saka. Like they've been, they've been all there, they've been this, they've been outstanding all around. So it's a good one, it's a good one for uh, for Arsenal. So Manchester City will try as much as possible to cover cover the gap. It's eight points that that separates both teams. So they will try as much as possible to cover that gap between both teams. Do you understand? So but winning Liverpool would give them a chance to cover up that gap. They will keep pushing, pushing to the end of the season. So it is um, Manchester. City versus Liverpool by 12:30 p.m. Haaland should be scoring in that game. Haaland should be scoring. <laughs> Haaland should be scoring that game. So 12:30 p.m. today, it is Manchester City versus Liverpool at the Etihad. Other games that will be played today include Bournemouth versus Fulham by 3 p.m. Arsenal will take on Leeds United by 3 p.m. We have over five games that will be played by 3 p.m. It's going to be a goal rush kind of thing. So Bournemouth versus Fulham by 3 p.m. Arsenal will take on Leeds United by 3 p.m. Brighton will take on Brentford by 3 p.m. Crystal Palace will welcome Leicester City. This is going to be Roy Hudson's first game as Crystal Palace's manager. He used to manage his side in 2021 and he's 76 or 75. He's in his 70s anyway. He has returned back after... Um, um, Vieira was um, sacked. He has returned back, and uh, Rogue Hudson has returned back to you know manage this club, manage the team till the end of the season. So it is Crystal Palace versus Leicester City by 3 p.m. Then Nottingham Forest will take on Wolves by 3 p.m. The last game that we played today is Chelsea versus Aston Villa by 5 30 p.m. Chelsea Potter. We don't know who will turn up because I don't know the, the players are okay, but it is the it is the manager that is an issue against Everton. They had 40 points insight but he made some very unnecessary mistakes and it cost them that cost them two points out of out of a possible three so let's see what happens against aston villa aston villa side are an informed side they are on 11th place with 38 points chelsea are on 10th place with 38 points so a win for other clubs would further move 
any of them further away from 10th place or 11th place. But if Chelsea loses, Chelsea drops down to 11th. Why? Aston Villa overtakes them in 10th place with 40, um, with 41 points. Yes, with 41 points. So I don't know the Chelsea that will be turning up, but I, I wish, I pray, I hope uh, that Chelsea wins uh, this game against Aston Villa, uh, against Aston Villa at a home turf. That's a uh, Stafford Bridge. The game will be played by 5:30 p.m. today. Now tomorrow being Sunday, the tw- second day in the most in the month of April. In the month, uh, in the month of April, yes, in the month of April, we have um, um, West Ham will take on Southampton by two p.m. Newcastle will take on Manchester United by four thirty p.m. tomorrow. Remember the last time both teams met at Old Trafford, the game ended in a goalless draw. A goalless draw, much to the frustration of uh, of uh, Manchester United because they had some a goal that was ch- that, that was chucked off, and uh, at the end of the day, finally, like, even the referee that had a mistake, they made a mistake in that game. So it is going to be a pre match today, to tomorrow rather, by four thirty p.m. Newcastle versus um, Manchester United by 4.30 p.m. Thank you very much. Now, in the La Liga, yesterday in the La Liga, we had Mallorca versus Osasuna. Uh, Mallorca, it was a goalless uh, draw. Mayoka uh, Osasuna are on 35 points, ninth place. Why Mayoka are on 33 points with um on 11th uh, place? So it ended in a goalless draw yesterday. Saturday being today, we have Gerona versus Espanyol. This is the La Liga fixtures for today. Um, Gerona versus Espanyol. Espanyol will be played today by 1 p.m. Athletic Bilbao will take on Getafe by 3:15 p.m. Cadiz would welcome Sevilla by 5:30 p.m. Then finally Elche would welcome the league toppers Barcelona by 8 p.m. today. I'll Take that again. Gerona versus Espanyol. Espanyol by 1 p.m. today. Athletic Bilbao versus Getafe will play by 3.15 p.m. Cadiz would welcome Sevilla by 5.30 p.m. And finally, Elche would play against the Baca. Baca are topping the league. Baca, Elche versus Baca by 8 p.m. Tomorrow being the second day in the month of April 2023, we have Salta Vigo versus Almeria. Almeria rather. Salta Vigo versus Almeria by 1 p.m. Real Madrid would take on Real Valladolid lead by 3.15 p.m. Villarreal will take on Real Sociedad by 5.30 p.m. And finally, Atletico Madrid will take on Real Betis by 8 p.m. To, on Monday, the 3rd of April, that is Monday Night Football, we have um, Valencia versus Real Valcano by 8 p.m. Moving on to the Syria R. Moving on to the Syria R. Today being Saturday, we have uh, Cremonis versus Atalanta by 2 p.m. Inter Milan will take on uh, Florentina by 5 p.m. Juventus would welcome Verona to the old lady to the Turin, yeah, to Turin, yeah, to Turin Stadium by um 7:45 p.m. today. Cremonis today by um Cremonis versus um Atlanta rather by 2 p.m. Inter Milan will take on Florentina by 5 p.m. and finally Juventus will take on Verona by 7:45 p.m. Tomorrow being the second, we have Bologna versus Udinese by 11:30 a.m. Monza will take on Lazio by 2 p.m. I see I see Lazio winning this game against Monza. Spisa will take on Salernitana by 2 p.m. AS Roma will take on Sampdoria by 5 p.m. AS Roma should be winning this game fair and square. And finally, we have Napoli versus AC Milan. That is going to be a blockbuster game tomorrow by 7:45 p.m. Both teams are going to face each other in the Champions League quarterfinal. So this is more like a pre-match before the, before the main match. This is a pre-match. This is more like a brunch. I'm, okay, okay. Let me take it. Let me take it again. This match, Napoli versus AC Milan, is going to be more like um um, um an appetizer before the main dish. Yes, it's going to be an appetizer before the main dish. AC Milan, Napoli rather versus AC Milan by 7:45 p.m. Victor Simen versus Oliver Giroud. 
by 7.45 p.m. tomorrow. This is a game you won't want to miss at all. This is a game. Of course, um, go for those that have GoTVs and DSTVs, you can watch, you can stream, stream it there. It's a game you'd want to watch. It's a game you don't want to miss. Yes. So, Monday Night Football in the Syria. Ah, that's on Monday, the 3rd of April. We have Empoli. Empoli versus Lecce by 5.30 p.m. And finally, we have Sao Sudo versus Torino by 7.45 p.m. Moving on to the Bundesliga. Friday Night Football, we had Frankfurt versus Boncom. Boncom. Yes, Boncom. The game ended 1-1. Now, today being Saturday, the 1st of April, we have Frimborg will take on Heta Berlin by 2.30 p.m. All the games, over five games we played by 2.30 p.m. Frimborg will take on Heta Berlin by 2.30 p.m. RB Leipzig will take on Mainz, uh, Mainz rather, by 2.30 p.m. Shaka 04 will take on Bayer Leverkusen by 2.30 p.m. Union Berlin will take on VFB Stogart by 2.30 p.m. And finally, for the 2.30 p.m. games, we have Wolfsburg versus Osborg by 2.30 p.m. Then we will have First place versus second place playing against each other. Or let's say second place, that is Bayern Munich, versus first place Dortmund playing against each other by 5.30 p.m. Bayern Munich versus Dortmund, 5.30 p.m. Tocha will be facing his former side because he used to be a manager for Dortmund before he went to PSG, from PSG to Chelsea, from Chelsea back to the Bundesliga. Now he's going his first game in charge of the big shot, the big club in in, 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 in German football, as in Germany, in the Bundesliga, is against his former side. So, how is that game going to be? This is a this is a Dortmund that has not lost. The only game they lost this 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 since January was the game was the semi-final games against Chelsea, two goals to nil. So they've been outstanding. The first the first leg they won against Bayern, Bayern, but it was, it was two goals to one. Yes. So what is going to happen in the second leg? What is going to happen in the second leg? So it is Bayern versus Dortmund by 5.30 p.m. today. This is a game you try as much as possible to know how to watch it or to follow the score, to follow the notifications and all that, to see what happens in uh, in, uh, in, in um, Thomas Tuchel's first game in charge of a football club. What happens, what happens, yes. So, tomorrow, Sunday, in the Bundesliga, we have FC Cologne versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. That game will be played by 2.30 p.m. Werder Bremen would welcome Hoffenheim. Hoffenheim by 4.30 p.m. tomorrow. Then, um... Yes, that's the last game for the Bundesliga. In the League One, yesterday we had a game in the League One. We had Marcel versus Montpellier. Marcel, it was a one-one draw. The game ended one-one. Yes. Now today in the in in in, um, in in the League One we have Oxford versus Torres by four p.m. Rennes will take on Lens by uh, by eight p.m. We just have two games in League One that we played there today. Tomorrow being the second of April we have Lille versus Lawrence by twelve p.m. Angers will take on Nice by two p.m. Brest will take on Toulouse by two p.m. Cremont Fort will take on AC Ajaccio by 2 p.m. Nuns will take on Rennes by 2 p.m. Then Monaco will take on Strasbourg by 4.05 p.m. Then finally, PSG versus Lyon will be played by 7.45 p.m. I, PSG, they have struggled. They've been struggling. They've been struggling. I, 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 I see them winning. Ah! I see them winning this game. It could end up in a draw because they've been they've not been it so far. I don't see Christopher Glertia. That's their manager being their manager next season. I see. I feel um, Zidane will be taking over PSG by next season. Yes, because these guys these guys need a player that is a serial winner. These guys need a player that has won it all. Zidane, Zidane has completed football. Zidane has Zidane has um he has he has a Ballon d'Or. 
he has a World Cup, he has Champions League, he won Champions League as a player and also as a manager three times with Real Madrid. These are things that, at least that's Champions League, I don't think, I, um, PSG has never won a Champions League before, so I see them going for Zidane, I see them, that, that, fair and square, I see them going for Zidane, they should be sacking Christopher Gletzer and they will go for Zidane by next season. So it is PSG versus Lyon by 7.45, it's only Messi that has the champion, yeah, it's only Messi and maybe Mbappe, okay, Messi has a champion, has, has won the Champions League, he has won Ballon d'Or and he also won World Cup. Do you understand? The only Messi that I can say that can compete or can can compete with them. What the, the CV that Zidane possesses. But Messi has not won a Champions League three times in a row as a manager. Or so, so that's a different thing altogether. <laughs> so it is PSG versus uh, Lyon by 7:45 p.m. tomorrow. Now moving on to the FA as the FA Women's Super League. That's the FA WSL for the women. Barclays FA WSL. We have. Today, Brighton versus Manchester United. Manchester United women should be winning that game against Brighton women. The game will be played by 11.30 p.m. Tomorrow being Sunday, we have Arsenal women versus Manchester City women. That's the game. A very, very, it's going to be a very tough game. The game will be played by 12.30 p.m. Everton women versus Tottenham women by 1 p.m. Leicester City women versus Reading women by 3 p.m. West Ham versus West Ham women versus Liverpool women by 5 p.m. And finally, Aston Villa women versus Chelsea FC women by 6:45 p.m. I want to start off by saying congratulations, a double congratulations, kudos to Chelsea women on their UCL quarterfinal conquest. In fact, it, was, it is not every team that goes to win against a Lyon side. Lyon is uh, Lyon women are an eight-time UCL champion. Like in fact, they are the defending champions. They won against Barcelona in the Champions League finals last season. Yes, they, yes it was five zero. They, 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 they trashed Barcelona fair and square. This is a, a, a group that Chelsea Chelsea won at their home, came to Stamford Bridge, they scored two goals, and it was almost at the nick of Chelsea being disqualified, as in being you know sent home, eliminated from the competition. Until that penalty on this um, um, Lauren James, it was a penalty fair and square. Penalty happened. It, it, it was a nick on the knee, and he she fell, and it was a penalty. And um, um, Midget scored. That brought about we going into um, Chelsea women, both teams going into penalty shootout, and the beggar 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 came up and she showed. Yeah, she saves two goals, two good goals that would have that that and the, the, those saves. People say people call um 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 penalty shootouts is a lottery. Anybody can win it. It's it's a game of luck. Anybody can win it. So Beggar came up, he she she did well and uh, despite Lauren James missing her penalty, yes, she Beggar the the, the the um the the goalkeeper for Chelsea saved two go, two, two two spot kicks and Chelsea qualified for the semi-finals. Last season we we were eliminated either in the round of sixteen or in the quarterfinals. Yes. But this time around, we are going to face the, the the team we faced two seasons ago in this in the in, in the finals. That is Barcelona. It's going to be a tough one. Chelsea versus Barcelona women. <laughs> it's going to be a tough one in the semi-finals. And we're going to play at now come first before um before they will play at Stamford Bridge. The, the, the returning leg at Stamford Bridge. So home advantage would going to it's going to home advantage will be okay. Home advantage will go a long way. Yes, home advantage will go a long way. Arsenal women will be facing Wolfsburg women. Wolfsburg are, are, are a top side as well. Yeah, a top side as well. So kudos to Chelsea. Kudos to Chelsea. Kudos to um to all the, the four clubs that made it to the semi-finals. This is going to be a, 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 a land point now for 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 Potter. Will Potter do what Tuchel couldn't do last season because Tuchel played against Real Madrid last season and lost. Lost. Will Tuchel with will the Potter take Chelsea far? Chelsea has always been a club that gives. Manager's trophy. So will Potter be winning his first trophy 
as a Chelsea manager this season? That's the questions we'll be asking. So each game matters. Each game matters. Each game matters. Yeah, so let's see how it goes. Let me go over the games for today again in the in the in the EPL. We have today we have Manchester City versus Liverpool by 12 30 p.m. today. Bournemouth will take on Fulham by 3 p.m. Arsenal will take on Leeds United by 3 p.m. Brighton will take on Brentford by 3 p.m. Crystal Palace will take on Leicester City by 3 p.m. Nottingham Forest will take on Wolves. That's the third, that's the last time um, 3 p.m. game today. Le Nottingham Forest versus Wolves by 3 p.m. And finally, today we have Chelsea versus Aston Villa. What are your predictions? What are your predictions? Kindly um, let us know in the comment section and also kindly you know follow me. I, I have a YouTube channel. Kindly subscribe to my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel is Rahen Sports. Rahen Sports or at one Rahen Sports. Rahen Sports is being spelled R-A-H-E-N-C-E Sports all together as one word kindly follow me on my youtube channel thank you thank you so so much thank you so much and um enjoy um the rest of Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Uh, it's gonna be uh, an amazing weekend. A weekend filled with football, football, football games. Uh, uh, football games. Yeah. My name is Abiri Oji, and uh, I am the anchor of uh, the presenter of this of, of this um, sports show, Sports Hub with Abiri, live on um, on 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 the anchor uh, anchor platform. Thank you very much, and enjoy the rest of your weekend now. And happy new month once again. Yes. Cheers. Bye. <laughs>